And we're live with the official Where Reality Becomes Fantasy Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome to Two Guys in Bed. Happy for you guys to join us here on this wonderful Thursday. We are recording, of course, from our underground studio. And I have here with me my co-host, Mr. Tyler Callahan, Dak. Was it Baby Got Dak? Is that you, man? Baby Got Dak. That's right. Hey, what's going on? Glad to be here. I uh, just want to give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors uh, for keeping us on the air. Uh, again, we got DraftKings sponsoring us. If uh, you're off to a to a rough start, if you're 0-2 uh, and you're looking for a, a way to bounce back, this Daily Fantasy is the way to go. Uh, enter promo code WRBF for 50% off your first deposit at DraftKings. Uh, also, um, we're sponsored by the Biltmore House Sheet Collection, the two guys named <laughs> Two Guys in a Bed podcast. Uh, get your 5,000 count Egyptian sheets. Go great on any bed. Yeah. That seems like a pretty appropriate sponsor, man. That's a we, we love having them, man. I, I tell you, it makes a big difference. When you're going shopping for sheets, you don't really think about the thread count, but it makes a huge difference. I mean, just feeling this thing right now, the 5,000 count makes a huge difference. What do you think, Tyler? Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, he is. And I sleep in the nude. All right, here we go. So, uh, <laughs> Whoa, wait, have, all right. We have our uh, our first caller into the two two guys in a bed fantasy football podcast. We have a first caller here, and it's actually right. somebody from the league, believe it or not. So Ooh, uh, let's see, let's take a look. Let's see what this guy has to say here. Clint and Tyler, this is Nick Antrilli, manager of Don't Wentz the Bed. Just wanted to call and tell you guys that Tyler is doing a great job on this podcast. I gotta tell you, his insight has been spot on. But let me go ahead and address the elephant in the room here, Clint. Enough of that, I think. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> looks like oh, it was just getting to the good part. Nick, you have some great taste in entertainment. I like it. Thanks for calling. <laughs> yeah, I guess there there might be a, a curse. Is there such thing as a Clint curse? I mean, la- on last week's podcast, one of the uh, controversial topics was your matchup against Nick and man going into it I thought for sure you had the win locked up and one of the main reasons why was was Nick's wide receivers and boy did they prove me wrong well I I told you I was worried about him and uh you know he's going to be a force to be reckoned with those receivers are going to come around Uh, I think they've started to he's got a good squad so you know we'll see how it goes yeah yeah I'm you know I'm I'm still my my uh, opinion hasn't changed. I'm still not worried about him. I mean, everybody has kind of a a fluky week, you know. I I still don't think he's he's a team to beat. The team to beat that I th- I think is 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 Kevin for sure. And I'm glad he finally got his first win last week um, against Tim. Uh, he scored. Kevin scored 130 points. I think he can do that on a regular basis. I think he can roll out of bed and put up at least 115 every week. Yeah, he has a solid team, and and that's, I mean, that many points. He's he's going to get that regardless. Um, you know, that killer draft by Kevin making that trade pre-draft. Um, that's going to be the difference maker this year, I believe. And and of course Zeke not being suspended. You know, that's huge. Yeah, that's, and speaking of Zeke, man, dude had nine attempts for a total of eight yards, and he still won. 
But, right. Exactly. He's dropping those kind of points with very little to zero Zeke production. I mean, it's going to be tough to beat. I agree. He's got he's got the best starting lineup in the league. All right. So uh, looking at last week's scores again, we got TJ. Don't call me Anthony Martin. Going two and zero, starting off the season two and zero, looking really strong. What do you think about this rookie, Tyler? Tej starting strong. I like it. Hot out the gate. You know, he came into a bad situation. Um, not a lot to choose from. Really made his team at the draft. I'm interested to see how he handles this waiver wire. You know, this is this is WRBF. This is not your tip. This isn't your Uncle Johnny's football league. This is uh, WRBF. People are on the waiver wire actively, and I'm I'm interested to see how he's gonna behave on the waiver wire and make some moves during the season. Yeah, the draft is only part of this league. You have got to maintain throughout. And he's going to give us these excuses about he's got a kid and he's going to, he's in school and he's training to become a superintendent of more county schools and you know this and that. I don't know if it can last. Yeah, he can go sell that somewhere else. I'm not buying it. Exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, last week Tucker had a pretty shitty performance and we were wondering if he was going to rebound. Actually, we've got some highlights from one of the players on his team from last week. Let's cue it up here. Yeah, yeah. That's courtesy of Jim Nance and CBS Sports. Yeah, so Tom Brady had a huge game for Tucker. Uh, scored, actually, you know what? No, no, for Steve. Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, right, right, right. Perfect. Perfect highlight for that game. Tom Brady to Rob yeah. Gronkowski. So that really helped out both teams. But still, Rob Gronkowski scoring 24 points, giving Tucker at almost a 3.2-point a win over Steve. Yeah, this was definitely my WRBF game of the week. Uh, stayed up as late as I could Monday watching just to see the outcome and and really felt sorry for Steve. Some of those Some of those missed opportunities there by the Giants – um, I just wish the Giants didn't suck so bad, and uh, things may have turned out a little bit differently for him. Yeah, ah, man, the Eagles have the Giants this weekend, and we're just going to cruise to another victory. The Giants are going to start their season 0-3. I'm pretty disappointed in those guys. I thought they had a better defense than that. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. They're going to have to stop somebody, and they're going to have to figure out how to move the ball. They don't have a running back. I mean, it's just oh, it's sad. Yeah, Steve has lost by a combined total of 4.7 points the first two games, and that was going to be – our first ever – let me get this queued up. Top of that WRBF, stat of the week, stat of the week. Yeah, that was going to be our first ever WRBF stat of the week. Shout out to Incredibox for helping me make that. But I think you have an even better stat, Tyler. I have an even better stat. This week's stat of the week um, – Kind of mind-blowing. Um, you know, I get the, the Clint curse put on me, thinking I have the, the dub in the bag, and Nick's team turns it on. And I go, and I look, and, man, I've really outscored a lot of teams in this league. And then I look at the bottom two. Uh, your shitty team actually won by scoring less than 80 points. So you beat the only team you could have beat. Um, which just happens to be the Browns. Um, so I just wanted, I went and looked, uh, looked back with the suggestion of uh, Steve. And, and since we've been a PPR league for, so for three years now, that's only the second time 
that that's happened. And in the history of the league, it's only happened 10 times. But to compare apples to apples, I just wanted to look at the PPR leagues because there were some ties and stuff in years past. And, and I did not include the playoffs in this, just just uh, the regular season. But only the second time in three years has a team of your ineptitude actually been able to pull out a dub by facing the only other shittiest team in our league. Congratulations. Hey, Congratulations, hey, hey, sir. You, you play the teams that are on your schedule. What do you want me to say? My athletic director queued me up this cupcake. I'm playing this easy, easy team. What do you want me to do, man? A win's a win. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what Ric Flair said. A win, when you win, you win. You know, what do, what do you want me hey. to do? Uh, get a real division. How about the Brett Favre division is strong this year? Strong. Oh, my God. Don't make me pull up the stats, bro. I will strong. go to the WRBF record book right now. Don't tempt me. Our our division is the best division because it has me in it. Right, 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 right. Of course it is. All right. Anyways, let, let, me, let me calm down here before I hurt myself. Speaking of hurting yourself, we got some big injuries from last week. I think the top guy going down was probably Greg Olson, and he was on, you know, he was on Ryan's team, and that's probably why I ended up beating him because Greg Greg Olson went down. But man, that's that's a big injury for Ryan, right? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough, and uh, you know, I think he's been trying to get rid of Greg Olson for a while, and and uh, that was a he needed to get rid of him before last week. So mm, that's a so tough I, break. That is a tough. I see what you did there. Uh, oh yeah. I got a couple good tight ends. I'd be willing to shop around if Ryan brought me a good offer. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, speaking of the Browns, Corey Coleman was looking really good, man. He was probably the best wide receiver on that squad, and he goes down with a broken hand. Same injury that they had last year, and he's going to be. Uh, I think they put him on the IR, so he'll be out for at least eight weeks. Yeah, feel feel sorry for Corey Cole, uh, Corey Coleman. I think that may provide an uptick in some Isaiah Crowell checkdowns out of the backfield, though. We'll see. Yeah, that might improve his stock. Yeah. All right, and then um, oh yeah, Browns. Man, with these transitions, we're like we're pros with this shit. Let's yeah. let's, let's move right. on. Let's talk about the, some Browns. The browniest thing that anybody did last week the uh, the Dookie Award. Uh, last week, Ryan actually, you know, won the Dookie Award, but this year we got a, we got a new winner. Who we got here, Tyler? The Dookie Award this week um, is gonna have to go to Dale. Dale, mm. actually, let me explain this to you. Dale picked up Josh Gordon last week on the waivers on like a Saturday or something crazy, and paid six bucks for him. Six um, bucks for Josh Gordon. Six and bucks for Josh Gordon. So that, that must be somebody who's like, you know, playing football and uh, putting up good numbers. You know, that's that kind of guy. Is that what you're talking about? That's the guy, um, except there's this one thing. Um, he's not even in the league. He's in like rehab right now. I think he may have <laughs> just been released. So, yeah, six bucks. Hey, I he could have picked up, you know, he could have picked up LaDainian Tomlinson for six bucks. Probably been just as yeah. mon- good money well well spent. So. Here's what really solidified the Dookie Award for me, though, uh, was yes. about 30 minutes ago. I checked, and he has now dropped Josh Gordon and picked up Rashard Higgins. Now, he picked up Rashard Higgins on a Thursday for $8. That means Josh Gordon has cost him $14, and all he has is one Rashard Higgins to show for it. 
And so, who is Richard Higgins? Who yeah, that's a that? good question. You probably don't know who Richard Higgins is uh, because no one does. Uh, yes. Richard Higgins, I think he just figured out maybe that his parents maybe just figured out who he is. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently, he thinks he's going to be the, the beneficiary of Corey Coleman going down. We shall see. We shall see. So this is a pretty solid Dookie award. Like this, I, this Dookie is like uh, one of those ones where it just keeps on coming out. And when it hits the water, it makes a huge splash. That's right. This is the royal flush of Dookie awards. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's look ahead to the week three, man. We got some big divisional games coming up. And uh, I think we, I think the biggest division divisional game we have is Nick against Kevin. The epic rivalry it's uh, going to be reignited this week. Yes, these rivalries they, they really do make themselves. It's going to be a good match. I think so too. And then we have TJ going up against Steve. Will Steve be able to get off this night? He started zero and two. Will he I'm be gonna, able to get that that win? Yeah, I am actually going to predict that. TJ will beat Steve by a total of 0.4 points. Write it down. You've heard it here for <laughs> Steve Johnson will get beat by TJ. Don't call me Anthony Martin by 0.4 points. And it's going to happen on a Monday night. It's going to be decided when Jason Witten catches a touchdown in garbage time. Put it in the stall. Love it. Love it. I love it. Those bold predictions, man. So I look forward to seeing in the stall. So we got uh, our Thursday night game tonight. It's the Rams against the 49ers. So, guys, don't forget to set your lineups accordingly for all these stud players on the Rams and 49ers. Should be a snooze fest. Can't be worse than last week's game. Oh, my God. The NFL needs to do something about these Thursday night games. Either They need to either give teams, like, another bye, like the week before a Thursday night game, or, or just – Stop scheduling them. Golly, they're awful. Yeah, it it's it is truly bad bad football. It's it's bad football, and I I hate watching Thursday on Thursday nights. There's nothing to look forward to, and uh, it's gonna suck for anybody who is who has uh, Carlos Hyde. I'm trying to think. Uh, TJ or Steve? Carlos? T uh, TJ has him. TJ has Carlos Hyde. Got to start him tonight. You got to. TJ, and you got to start. The, other, the running back for the Rams, Todd Gurley, but he's looking yeah. pretty good this year, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm starting uh, Gurley tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, you have Gurley? Yeah. Ooh, ooh okay. Well, good luck, sir. Um, and then finally, we got our we got a London game this Sunday, this Sunday morning. It starts at like 930. So, guys, if you're, you got some guys on the um, Ravens or the Jaguars, you need to go ahead and set them up early because they have a 930 start time. Yeah, that's right. I got uh, Leonard Fournette. So my, my starting running backs are, are funky this week. Got a Thursday night game and a Sunday morning game. Yeah, you'll be done by 1 o'clock Sunday probably. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Any uh, any last words there, Tyler? No, that's it. Hey, thanks for uh, listening, and uh, we can we take emails, calls. You know, looking forward to our next uh, podcast. Good luck yeah, this week. And don't forget, we have our WRBF Twitter account. You know, any questions you guys might have, send them into the WRBF Twitter. We'll try to pick something for uh, next week's podcast. That's right. Hashtag two guys in a bed. Check that. That's you right. might not want to use the hashtag. <laughs> Let's see what comes up. Let's search. Let's search the hashtag. See what comes up. Hashtag WRBF podcast. All right. Well, thanks for joining in again, Tyler. And uh, thanks, Nick, for the call. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. 
See ya.